You all right there, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. He's got his notes. I got my notes. Your screen keeps on going back and forth. What's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to Bacon is my podcast, where you Jimmy's like you like Jimmy's note screen just kind of like grows and shrinks at, at will. At will. Yeah, do all kinds of things. Technology. <laughs> wah, wah, wee, wah. Yeah, man. Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Big as my podcast is brought to you today by poddex.com, wild bills, drinkwildbills.com, grillyrassoff.com, all those. You can get 10% off your entire order by using the promo code BACON. Because everything is better than with bacon. Literally. Literally everything. Literally. 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 Uh, literally, uh-huh. another sponsor of ours is also manscaped.com, mm. where you can keep your mar- marble shiny. You keep can shiny. save the balls. Save you the can balls. just make a difference. Make a feel difference. clean. Feel confident, feel confident. And use that promo code BACONPOD, BACONPOD. to get 20% off. 20%. And, and... Free shipping. Free shipping. What's up, Jay? Yeah! What's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, you know, um, I'm here uh, hanging out with you. It's it's always a pleasure. It's a great uh, evening of talking and, and um, whiskey and, um, you know, just, just getting a little, know a little bit more about the world, you know? Indeed. Now, a number of our listeners probably probably don't know they probably for some reason think that we just kind of have these connections with the bands that we have we just in. cultivate them on our own right yeah like like we just know about these bands and honestly we're we're we not don't. nearly that good no 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 nope. nowhere near no. hashtag professional um so what what you might not know is that we work with several pr agencies now pr what does pr mean what is that jimsy public relations Indeed. which is basically uh, a company where you find a person that is going to be your liaison to, to public. marketing. To the public. Indeed. Bringing your stuff out in front of people that are going to review it, look at it, listen to it, check it out, all those kinds of things. Any entertainment field, you need some kind of PR agent, and this right. is no different. And we've both worked with them in the past in our bands, and uh, we took a shot at it. Uh, early on into the podcast career once we started uh, doing interviews. Indeed. Right? Um, So uh, what's funny is I actually, our relationship with our guest started out, and and we talked about it on the episode, was I wanted one band to be on the show, and I was like, huh, that's a PR agency. Yeah. That's what they do. Maybe that's where I need to start headed. That's how I can connect. Yeah. That's how I can connect with these people. So um, I reached out, and uh, she said, "Hey, listen, we're not uh, we're not doing any interviews at the moment, and I don't know if we're going to be repping them and anymore." And uh, and uh, you know, appreciate you reaching out. And I a lot said, of "People, a lot of people would have taken that as a door closing." Indeed, not this guy. No, not this guy right here. This guy. 
used his testicular fortitude. Uh, no. Or no. his mental aptitude? No, I don't know about that his either. His questioning nature? Sure. His inquisitiveness? Yeah. And I said, hey, listen, uh, that's, uh, I totally get it, but if you've got other artists, we'd love to work with them too. Who else you got? And uh, and then she came to us with uh, with uh, with a band called Felicity. Yeah, that you've seen on the show several times. Several times, who we love. We love them. Uh, it, you know, Action Adventure. Uh, awesome. Not so long ago, we had uh, Telltale. We had yeah. Glacier Veins. Um, so today we've got Becky. Yeah, she is Becky our, Kovach. She's our from partner. Yeah. Right? I guess She's so. She's our buddy. She's our buddy. Uh, you know, she, uh, she she feeds us the good bands that we feed you. Right. We thought it would be fun to have a conversation with her because not only do we know that we have a lot of uh, our musician friends that listen to the show and a lot of musicians in general that check out the show or even that are on the show and then continue listening later that could benefit from a lot of this information. Absolutely. But we also know that we have people on the show that are fans of music that are looking for a way to get into the music industry somehow and PR might be a doorway in if you're someone that enjoys writing if you're someone that's into journalism if you're into reviewing if you if you're a person that can deal and it's super organized it can deal with emailing and 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 pitching and all that kind of stuff maybe it's something you'd be maybe into it's a path. and so we wanted to kind of have someone on that we could talk to that's been doing it for 10 years, that's super cool, that, that is a music fan, mm -hmm. that started out as uh, a, a writing reviews and a, like a journalist. and It's just super cool to talk to her and hopefully get some good information for you guys. And for those of you that are interested in none of those things, that's just another fun conversation on Bacon is My Podcast. Absolutely. And we don't just talk about the PR thing. I no. mean, it, like for us, for us, it was really cool to like finally we've been working with her for a little over a year and uh you know it's, our first it's cool face to put to face. A face first face to face yeah. and then, and you know we talk about in the episode we're going to have our first actual IRL IRL human interaction IRL is like a hot button thing now yeah. in real life that yep. means did you know that I did know that I didn't know that until I looked it up on the interwebs really that's been a thing for a while uh, I don't know uh but yeah so Becky, uh, we get to finally talk to her in IRL, face to face, and we're gonna hang out with her. So yeah, we uh, that's what's happening. So uh, that, let's and Bane's in the and room. Bane's in the room. All We've got of a, a dog in the room. Uh, so let's go ahead and do that right now. 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 All right, guys, we're going to take a quick time out. Uh, we want to tell you all about our awesome sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Uh, we've been telling you about them since the beginning of the year. We've been users for years. Uh, but now they've put out the new Ultra Premium Collection. And what the Ultra Premium Collection includes is a two-in-one shampoo conditioner, a body wash, a hydrating body spray, deodorant, and lip balm. And uh, what you do is you go to the pro, uh, to the shopping cart. Yep. You put all your things in there. Yep. And when you're done, you use the promo code BACONPOD, and you get 20% off and free shipping. Beep. 
I'm gonna stop for one second and I'm just gonna let you guys know that I've actually been using this stuff for the last two weeks. I got my order two weeks ago and I've been using it every day. And so I'm just gonna give you a super fast review. The shampoo conditioner is awesome. My hair feels great. It doesn't feel dry. It's not loaded down. It's not weighted down. And it, it actually feels really good. The body wash is awesome. It lathers up really great. I use a very little bit of it. I'm kind of like a uh, sponge guy, so I'll put it on the sponge, loofah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it's awesome. The, uh, the surprise for me has been the uh, the body spray. Mm -hmm. It's really awesome. I never used anything like that before. I got it and I was like, ah, what's this going to do? I'll tell you what, as a person with tattoos, man, my arms feel dry every now and then. And sometimes for you of you that have tattoos, you understand that like when it gets dry, you start to feel like a raised up area for where mm -hmm. your tattoo was. This actually, it smells great and it feels great and it keeps you hydrated. My hands, my arms, my tattoos, that's what I've really used it on. I haven't done the whole body or anything like that. Uh, I do use all the other products. I use the crop preserver. I use the foot spray at night. I don't use it during the day because it the might The reviver as well wet. for a midday spritz. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that is the, not included in this, but. The wipes are key. You can all use. All this stuff. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got the wipes too. Yep. You can use all this stuff um, and you can get 20% off on all of these things. And of course, their flagship Lawnmower 4.0, which I was skeptical. I had the 3.0. Mm -hmm. They gave us a 4.0. I was like, how much better could it be? It's better. It's way better. I've nicked my sack on the 3.0. And I've nicked my sack zero times on the four point. Right. So go ahead, go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, get 20% off, get free shipping, and support a really awesome brand that we believe yeah. in and support the show a little bit. It's really good, guys. I don't care. If it's not good, I'd tell you because I don't care. Right. So it doesn't matter to me. But honestly, like, I'd use this stuff whether we had a discount or not. And I use our promo discount because that's what we have. <laughs> so have the same discount that we do. Indeed. And go over to manscaped.com and use Bacon Pod as your discount. <laughs> Today, we've got senior publicist at Big Picture Media. Uh, someone who has introduced us to uh, quite a few of our guests on this show. Uh, somebody who I would like to uh, definitely attribute some of our success yeah too because like she's she's given us a shot with some of her her talent and stuff like that ladies and gentlemen becky from big picture media what's going on Woo. hey guys how's it going it's going good it's good it's good i mean so we've we've been working together for like like a year and a half almost yeah something like that, uh, something like that. yeah and um so like the first thing i definitely wanted to ask you because because the way that I reached out to you and figured figured out how to reach you was I tried to book Icon for Hire um, on the show. And at that point, you guys were no longer representing them. And you sent an email back to me saying that you weren't blah, 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 blah. And like something clicked in me and I was like, so they don't represent them anymore, but they definitely represent other people because they have a job. Right. So... I sent something back to you and, 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 and whatever. But when you get an email from a show with the title, Bacon is my podcast, 
what was the first thing you thought of? <laughs> because me personally, like thinking back about it now, I'm I, I'm like, she probably was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh yeah, that was probably a little bit of my initial reaction, but more in like a <laughs> like I'm an intrigued kind of way, um, mm-hmm. just because it is something that is so like out there as far as podcast names go. That I was like, oh, what, what could this possibly be about? Um, so of course, I, I checked out some of what you guys had online at the time, and I don't know, it seemed really cool to me. So I was excited to send you some some of my other artists that I was working with at the time to see what we could set up. Yeah, so I know, like, so the first, um, I don't, I don't remember what their name was, but like the first guest bailed on us last minute, and then I was like, oh man, they, she's like, the people she represents are just too important for us. <laughs> we're not <laughs> like there we're, yet. we're we're gonna not there yet. we're gonna be we're gonna be screwed the next couple <laughs> weeks, but like, but then then we had Felicity, then we had um, uh, Action Adventure, mm-hmm. um, two. Really, really awesome bands. Yeah, really uh, fun. To Felicity, talk to. we we speak to pretty regularly, um, still, and uh, yeah, like you working with you has been awesome, and you you pick some really good fucking bands. Um, I, I so how much of that? So like so I I mean so we work with you know a few different agencies, and when we get emails from certain people, we're kind of like, man, why do they get the stinkers? Like we really like that person, but man, they get the stinkers. <laughs> um, but but do you get do you get to like you pick whoever you want or like uh, yeah, how you much know, of how... your decision making goes into exactly picking? Um, so there's a few different ways that we kind of end up working with the bands that we do, and um, part of it is definitely if there's a band that we like and are fans of, we can reach out to them on our end and just be like, hey, don't know what you're working on or if you're already working with a publicist, but if you're not and you have stuff coming up, like, would love to talk to you about that um, and kind of build our own roster that way and make sure that it is bands that we really like and are like yeah. cool and good to work with and like good people. Um, so I have definitely been one of those people that like, especially over the last like few years or so I make a huge effort to go out there and go after bands that I like. Um, Cause as a publicist, there really is nothing harder than writing a convincing pitch about a band that you're not a fan of. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's one thing I wanted to ask is, is cause I know that like, I mean, we're both in bands and we've been doing this for a very long time. And uh, I know that my band has, has used PR agents a number of times for different releases and different things, uh, tours, anything you know we're, we're always trying to reach out and find people and it's really hard to find kind of that um oh man we're we're like a family now like this is we're working together forever and ever and ever uh but once you do oh it's awesome it's it's mm-hmm. the best it's it's the coolest experience so how has it been because i know like we can just go to a pr company we can find out what they charge and we can pay them and they can take whatever um, bio I already wrote and they can copy paste it onto something and they can send it out to people. And they can send it out to more people than I could. Right. But they're not really giving me, you know, whether the, I don't know whether they like me or not. I don't know whether there's a pitch or not. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going into it. How do you um, 
like what what advice do you have for bands that are looking for PR and like how how to pick somebody that they know they're going to like vibe with and how important is that to find somebody that like you get along with versus maybe it's it's okay to just find somebody and throw the money out and get and get some PR. I do think it's super important to find a publicist that you vibe with and somebody that is going to champion your band and help tell your story the way that you want it told. Um, so I think if you're looking for a publicist and you're kind of reaching out to some different people, one of the most important things you can do is to get on a call or like a Zoom at some point and just kind of talk to them about the music and like what you're looking for out of your campaign and just kind of seeing like how your personalities mesh and kind of figuring out if they actually are a fan of your band because I mean, first and foremost, that's what you want your publicist to be is a fan. Right. Right. They're supposed to be your biggest fan. So like for, for, for those of you who don't know what PR is, Becky, can you just give like real quick cliff notes version? (laughs) What is PR? Uh, so my, my go-to explanation is that I send a lot of emails. Um, (laughs) I can send upwards of like 300 emails a day. Um, but when you kind of break it down, I am, you know, writing press releases for bands and sending those out to different publications when there's new music or a tour announced or an album or something along those lines. Um, and I'm pitching for people to interview the band, review the new music, come out to shows and take photos or review the show, set up previews of the shows. Um, and just kind of trying to get as many people posting and writing about the artist as possible. Yeah. That's that's definitely like man, good content and yeah. good like good things written about the things that you put out is super hard. Like something that I, I I've you know we've realized and even going through like a PR campaign and stuff like that, yeah, is is it's super, super hard getting that stuff done. And uh, you know, just being in bands, I, I feel like uh we're kind of used to the rejection and stuff, but like how do uh, you, you, you deal with like how many bands are you dealing with right now? Um, it's hard to say because our roster does kind of change. Like we, when we bring clients in, they're on board for a certain amount of time. Um, so it can be kind of different from week to week. Um, I think about 15 at the moment. So like, so you're, you're basically there. I mean, the the DIYs, you're you're throwing shit out there. You're throwing shit against shit against the wall, seeing what sticks. She's actually doing that for you and fourteen other bands, right? So and, working her ass off, and she's working her ass off. Yeah. So like all of the things that you get back, either the eh, no or or the no replies, she's <laughs> dealing with. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and that's why it's important because. She's got those contacts. She's got the contacts that you want to, the eyes that you want to put those pitches in front of. Yeah, I think bands don't realize sometimes how important PR can be and how much it can really help what you're doing. It's so hard these days to break through like the social media algorithm noise and the uh, I'm putting a new record out. Well, so is a hundred thousand other people. New Music Friday is everything noise and um it's hard to have the attitude of like i'm just gonna do it myself i'm gonna do it and I'm gonna, like sometimes you'll end up spending more money than you ever would hiring a good pr person 
on doing all your Facebook ads and doing mm -hmm. all your Instagram ads and doing all that stuff. And you're not even knowing where really to place them. It's, it's real, it's a real trial and error thing. And sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you, you pick the right thing, but I know far too many musicians that have like, we all lose money anyway. It's, it's the music business. If you, if you're in this to make money, you're, you've made mistakes in your life and you should probably <laughs> choose other paths. Uh, you, you do this because you have to do it. And anybody that's out there that can help you do it is is an awesome, awesome asset. And when you find huge resource that's, that's willing to willing and able to work for you and put in some extra hours for you and, mm -hmm. and that, believes it, it's so worth it. And it's so awesome. It can really make a big difference. I know I know for a fact that, um, you know, one of the main reasons that we've had a, a few successful quote releases and things like that is because we used a PR agent and, and that immediately got us a radio airplay. It immediately got us on college stations. It immediately got us interviews. It got us write-ups and things. And it, and it really did. Um, but again, I will stress picking the right one is super important. So I'm glad that you said to get on a call and talk to the person because it's so important. You can't just look something up online and be like, that's the one and then pick the cheapest one and then go for it. Um, you know, you don't do that with tattoo artists. You end up with something shitty. So you, yeah, yeah. Same, same kind of thing with, with PR, I think. So, uh, so I will say that, uh, big picture has been awesome to work with and has a really great, um, roster of bands that we've been able to talk to. Yeah. And Becky's been super awesome for us to work with too. So any bands that are out there that are working on something and have stuff coming up, um, any good bands, don't any good hesitate. bands. Don't hesitate to to look her up and look them up. And sorry to give you more work. Okay, <laughs> I welcome it. Overwhelming. I, I hope not. I honestly, I prefer being busy to having like a slower roster. Yeah. Um, just because it kind of forces me to be more organized and more on top of like what I have coming up. Like I, I tend to be a pretty organized person anyway. Um, but when I have a lot of things going on, I am more like even more on top of things. Gotcha. How did you find yeah. yourself doing this? Like what brought you to deciding that like, Hey, I'm going to do PR for music or like, where did you start? Did you start? Like, were you booking bands? Were you in a band? Were you uh, interviewing? Were you, what was your kind of way into the, the music world? So I originally was a journalist. I, I was always a writer and, um, I started writing for my high school paper when I was like a freshman, sophomore and reviewing albums as they came out. And then I just kind of, I went to a couple of shows and I realized that like music was what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to be a part of. Um, I am not a musician. I do not have the talent for it. Um, but I figured the industry side of things, like you don't necessarily need to be a musician to work in the music industry. Uh, when I got to college, I started looking around for internships and I had a friend who was interning at Big Picture at the time and she put me in touch with the team. Uh, and I did my first internship with Big Picture and I realized that that was like a really great way to combine my love of music and my love of writing um, in a way that wasn't like reviewing things. Because with reviewing things, there's always that chance that you're not going to like something. And I never want to yeah. be that yeah. person who's writing something negative about a band because like no matter what, even if it's not for me, like they still put so much work into whatever it is they're releasing. So I never wanted right. to be that person. Um, whereas PR, you literally just get to be a hype person for your artists. 
Um, so I interned at Big Picture for my last two years of college. And when I graduated, a junior publicist position opened up and I've just been here ever since. So that's that's almost been like, what, 10 years, right? It was literally 10 years last week since I started interning at Big Picture and oh, I've been full time wow. for eight years. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks. That's so awesome. Imagine like leaving college and finding a career uh, for 10 years <laughs> in yeah, music. That's, that's pretty fucking cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I found a, a really long career. I had like uh, 15 years under my belt. Right. It was awful. I quit. I It was awful. <laughs> it was really bad. And you I, I've been in 15 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in the music business for 20 years. I haven't made uh, any money. But. No, no, neither have I. Neither have I. Um, no, but w one thing I do I do want to ask is, um, so like you talk about wanting to stay busy and wanting, wanting to stay active and stuff like that. And, and you guys like, you deal with some pretty big artists, you know, like, like little bands like, uh, you know, Papa Roach, right. The Used, Simple Plan, Sum 41, you know, like little guys, you know. Yeah. I love which, 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 yeah, which, um, which bands keep you more busy though? Because I feel like those guys, especially during the pandemic, they didn't really have a right, lot going on. Bands, or, is it the... or is it the smaller bands that keep you more busy, uh, trying to get, try, trying to create growth and yeah. awareness? Um, I think it's kind of a toss up depending on the day. So with the bigger bands, there's definitely a lot more organic coverage and people reaching out to us saying they want to cover things or set up interviews or reviews or whatever. Um, so it is a lot of fielding interviews or fielding requests from people as they come in. So it's a lot of emails on that front and that can be pretty time consuming. Um, but with smaller bands, it is a lot more actively pitching things and trying to get people just to listen to it and pay attention. Mm -hmm. um, so it really just kind of depends on the day and like what anybody has going on at any given moment. Each it is, has its it, own challenges. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it, you get you get a band that's been established and, you know, for however many years, they got a new record coming out, they change their sound. Right. Well, now you've got a, you're, you've got an uphill battle. <laughs> right. So like, you've got to help so them you put gotta, out there that their sound has changed. Right. They, their sound has changed, but it's like, a, it's a proper evolution of the, mm -hmm. of the band, whatever. But like, yeah, I, I, I that's that's pretty cool though. Like I didn't even think about it when you when you said it. It's like it, it's like okay. Well, it's either I'm getting pitched or I'm pitching them. I, I never really thought about that particular aspect though. That's re that's really cool. Are you able to uh, to? Or I know you're able to. How easy is it for you to turn off the fan when you're working with somebody? that like you're a huge fan of their music. Like, do you have those moments in the back of your head where you're like, holy shit, like. Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, I kind of hope those moments never go away. Like, I mean, I absolutely, obviously yeah. am able to kind of maintain my composure and be professional in any given situation, but I always have those moments in the back of my head and I kind of hope they never go away because that's what's what keeps me feeling grateful for what I get to do. Like yeah. I, I, I work with Simple Plan, I work with Bayside, I've worked with the Early November and Census Fail and all of these bands that I literally grew up listening to. Right. And getting to work with them is 
just one of the coolest things because I, I truly never thought that I would get that opportunity. And, you know, all of these bands who are established, a lot of times they keep the same team for 10, 15 years and you never think that you'll get that chance and then you do. And it's right. like, okay, well now's the time to prove myself. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like, so you've got, you've got a, a Bayside tattoo yes, and I've got, I've got a, a day to remember tattoo. So okay. like, you know, you also have my a wife, other bands. Tattoos. Yeah, I do. I, I do have other bands too. I have Chili Peppers one. Yeah. I have a Breaking Breaking Benjamin. You have a Breaking Benjamin. <laughs> I do have. You were uh, quiet as you said that too. What? Yeah. Own it, man. Own no, it. you know what? I, I I was talking to Jen about it today. Listen, Breaking Benjamin was great until they started to suck. We don't say they sucked they, until until they put something out that you weren't as big of a fan of. Yeah. Yes. They sucked. That's all. That's all. Uh, that's why I'll never be a good reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we did this BIMP blog, and and we were like, hey, send some stuff your uh, our way, and and like we got a bunch of people sending stuff, and like a lot of it is bad, and like some I still got to do the uh, um was it uh, Mastagram, I still have to do the review on that, I have to write that up. I actually liked it. Sounds great record. Getting, yeah, that's yeah, really cool. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff that's. Uh, I'm not gonna write about it. <laughs> I gotta figure that out. Um, what was I saying? Them. What was I saying? Oh yeah, no. So, yeah, so like, tattoo. okay. So you had the you had the Bayside tattoo and stuff like that. You get to work with them. Yeah. At what point do you? I mean, do you even bring that up? Do you say like, <laughs> yeah, I know. have a tattoo. Hey, I'm a fan. They, they, I, I'm a big fan. Know. You can trust me with that. Or, or like, do you bring that up in the beginning? Do you bring like, where do you bring that? This is this is very much the like, okay single single father single mother getting into a new relationship and go hey i got a kid <laughs> right is is it kind of like that i don't know uh, i don't know well i'm asking her i'm not asking you okay. i think it might be a little different um but so with bayside specifically the first campaign we worked with them on i was still an assistant at the time and i got to be a little involved but it wasn't as hands on and then they went to a different PR agency. For, we did the Colt White edition. And then there was uh, Vacancy came after that. And we didn't work on Vacancy. And then when they did the Walking Wounded 10-year tour, they wanted somebody to do tour press. So that's where I really got to jump in and be hands-on and kind of have that be my client. Um, and the Bayside tattoo that I have has lyrics from Head on a Plate, which is one of my all-time favorite songs. So when we did a press day around their New York show of that, I kind of brought it up then I was like I, it really meant a lot to me to be able to work on a tour for that album and that album has been such a formative part of of who I am um so I brought that up pretty early on into working with them um I guess it's it's kind of just about timing and how you do it as long as you're not like weird about it and the fact that I was able to put yeah. together so much great coverage for the tour and this great press day where yeah. we went to the Rolling Stone office. Like I'd already kind of proven at that point, like I am a professional, I'm good at my job. I'm here for a reason. Not yeah. just like, oh, things didn't go great. And I was like, oh, by the way, I'm a big fan. Right. Um, right. <laughs> if things say, hadn't gone well, I probably wouldn't have told them. Probably don't do it then. Yeah, yeah. Right. But that's the only, yeah. I, I think, I would think that a band would see that and and be excited about it because they'd be like, this girl's gonna rep for us. That's awesome. Yeah, so good. Um, and they'd also be flattered. I mean, anybody that ever like think of anybody that's ever told you that a lyric mattered to, you, to them, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's I, I I don't have better compliments in my life 
than oh you you got your lyrics goes. tattooed on people so. yeah which there's not a better compliment that i could ever think of you know right. um so i can only imagine that being uh, a thing that makes them kind of like bond with you a little bit and be like this is my girl she's gonna help us <laughs> she's, yeah she's got our back we're in we're in cool um, you know, and I think for, for being a, a PR person, like, and being like, I'm your advocate, I'm your rep, I'm your, I'm your team. Like, I think that's a huge thing. I can only see that as being a positive thing. Yeah. Sure. You want somebody who is excited to, to be a part of the team and to be a part of what you're yeah. doing and who's gonna go out there and, and do the most that they can to make sure that you are getting the coverage you deserve. So speaking of songs that mean something to you, um, do you remember the first song? Because anybody that gets into the music business in any way, shape, or form gets into the music business because music is their is breathing <laughs> to them in a way. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. uh, do you do you remember like your in your first experiences with music and and really connecting with songs? Do you have like a memory of that first song that kind of like hit you and was like? I'm not alone in the world or somebody gets me or, or, you know, like this, holy shit. Like this is, this is an important thing. Um, yeah, I actually, I do. So I, I mean, I grew up listening to music and like I was an NSYNC fan and a Backstreet Boys fan, but the yeah. first time that I heard a song and I was like, holy shit, this is incredible was the Ocean Avenue. Uh, when, when the music video came out for Ocean Avenue, I had just yeah. kind of started taking violin lessons and, I remember my instructor kind of saying like, oh, you should check this band out. They, they're pop punk, but they have a violinist. And um, the first time I heard that song, it all just kind of clicked. And that's what really got me into pop punk. And that's still the scene that I am the biggest fan of. Like that's what I'm most passionate about. And right. that's kind of what opened my eyes to that type of music. Nice. And they're getting back together. Holy shit. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely cried when they all started posting the teaser images because I never thought in a million years that we would get even a one-off reunion set from them. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty. That's a that's a pretty special. Yeah, I, I hot take. Here we are. Yeah. Hot take. I've done a, did a few of them tonight on right. the episode prior. Uh, I am more excited about a yellow card reunion than I am about My Chemical Romance. Same. Okay. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. And and my chemical romance already put a song out. So right. More excited about yellow card. Cool. Yeah. I'm excited about both. I would have to say for me personally, because my chemical romance hit me a little bit harder at that time of my life. I was oh. uh I was a little more affected by that. Um you know. And when Helena came out, I was like I first record, yeah. For, well, first <laughs> Jesus. Major record. Yeah. Yes. Uh, was a big thing for me, but I am super excited about both. Yes. I am excited sure. about My Chem. Uh, they definitely did. Like, I, I liked My Chem growing up and when they were still kind of like a thing originally, right. but they're not a band that I got super into. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I just, I don't know. I just didn't listen to them as much. I'm more excited about Yellow Card. I'm excited about Midtown, who's playing with My Chem on a few shows. Yeah. And I'm going to that. That's gonna be cool too. Yeah, yeah. Midtown, Midtown's from uh, from Jersey. the area as well. Yeah, yeah. from Jersey. Yeah. Uh, so I saw them with 
SGT, I think it was back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I will say Maybe this. So so we're from Long, Long Island. We're in Long Island right now. I will drive to Starland Ballroom ten times out of ten to go see a show versus anywhere in the city. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love I, Starland. Yeah, I a lot. It, people give it so much hate, and I don't understand. I don't know. It's, it's my venue. It's my favorite venue. Grew up going to shows there. If there is a tour coming through that has a New York date, New Jersey date, I will almost always go to the Starland date instead mm -hmm. uh, just because I would rather be there. And I like driving to a show more than I like taking public transportation to one. Yeah, that's a big deal, too. Um, I, although I yeah. think a sold-out Starland, while cool to say, is not the best to experience because sometimes I feel like they pack it in way too much. Yeah, they go over capacity a lot. They do, yeah. <laughs> but but in the city they do too, and oh, and yeah. also, but yeah. but but also parking sucks, and well, also getting transit. home sucks. Public transit and driving sucks, the and it and it costs way more. Public transit, yeah. all the way, way way more, all the way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I love Starland Ballroom. I've had, oh man, I've seen so many concerts there. Like people are people are always like, oh, what's your what's your like favorite concert experiences and like. It's always like I I hate the city. <laughs> I don't I don't like Roseland. I don't like uh tell me what you do like. I love Starland. There you go. I love yeah. Starland. There you go. For sure. Be a positive Polly. Yeah. Not, not a negative Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh Becky, do you remember your first show? What was the first show you ever went to? I was just about nine years old. My aunt and uncle took me and my cousins to see in sync. At Prudential Center. Nice. This episode of Bacon is My Podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com and growyourassoff.com. Use promo code BACON to get 10% off your entire order. Yeah. Uh, grilling season is never over. And you always want to quench your thirst. And why not do it with some craft made beverages yeah, by the, Wild Bills? The two work together pretty awesome. Yeah. Agreed. So go ahead. Hit them up, check it out. It helps them, which are awesome companies, and it helps us. It helps us, and it helps you. And it helps you to because you live, like live a more flavorful life. You like delicious things in your mouth. Indeed. So do it. go do it now. Do it. Another place that I like better than MSG. What? <laughs> Sorry. I love the Prudential Center, too. Yeah. I like the it's right over the bridge. I've been, I, there, I've been there a lot. I, I'm about like 15 minutes from Prudential. Oh, okay. Nice. That's nice. awesome. Uh, how many how many InSync shows? Just one. Just one? Just one. I would I would go see InSync. 100%. I was like nine. I oh, didn't yeah. go to shows by myself I, yet. I would go now. I would totally go now. I'd I go now. I would absolutely yeah. go now. I would go now and I would be the weirdo with like this face and hair. <laughs> Do you remember when it was like the VMAs and they I'd be doing the dances in the back reunion? Yes. And then it was literally just like a, a two minute like dance break right. of and then Justin like and they like brought the rest of the guys out, but there re it really wasn't a reunion. That was so disappointing. Yeah. That was I lame. think I think the closest thing they got to a reunion was uh, uh Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera's wedding. Uh just yeah. recently. They had uh it was it was Joey, right. Lance 
and um, it's the guy that everybody forgets. Chris. Chris. Yeah. And they yeah. all got together. Lance apparently is too busy for that. I, uh, I waited on Lance when I worked in the city at uh, Planet Hollywood. No. I was a waiter at Planet Hollywood in New York City. And I waited on Lance Bass. And um, at the time, I was not a fan. Yeah. Uh, because at the time, like, I think it was like they knocked like corn off of <laughs> the, the number one selling record. It was, it was like yeah, TRL. Right. I can't like, believe you knocked like, them off. It was like that. And I was like, I was like, man, <laughs> corn. And, uh, and I remember like he, he was, he was nice though. He was nice to me. Well, that's good. Um, oh, I, I meant JC, by the way. JC was I, too busy. I told him I hope oh, you yeah. got to go to space. I was Paris. like, I hope you get to go to space, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, what is JC doing that he's so busy to like not play a wedding? Like Justin Timberlake, he's he's got a lot of things going on. But he's JC, busy, he's, a busy he's, busy guy. Guy. he's a busy dude. JC, what is he doing? Yummy. Any ideas? I don't know. I don't know. Tell, yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's it, raising alpacas in Alaska. <laughs> that's a bad place to raise them. That's why he's got to spend all his time there because the weather doesn't uh, allow for it. It actually makes sense. Yeah, see? totally makes sense. It's, I said it online, so it's true. <laughs> so, Becky, what we have to do right now is we have to actually uh, pay some bills. Yes. The way we pay those bills is through a uh, sponsor called Poddex. And what Poddex does is they create cards for budding podcasters and people who want to get into it, who just want to break the ice or yeah. don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. Indeed. And... Uh, they make decks, and within each deck is 50 cards. Within each card is a question. And what we like to do is have our guest pick a deck, and then we'll pick a random question from it. I love your explanation okay. of this every time. Yeah. <laughs> it's so long. I've got it down. It's so long, I've but it's it so down. great. I've got it down. <laughs> so uh, we've got the episode deck. We've got the interview deck. Interview deck two. We've got what the heck. Would you rather... And then the brand spanking new MTV esque branded what the fuck? And then Let's also, break that one open. Okay, well, okay. You, you don't no even want to know about the other one. No hesitation. I do have to say, how dare you? How dare oh now let's let's go with the, the MTV branded. What the fuck? So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to all right. He's gonna shuffle that, and while he shuffles that, I will just let everybody within the sound of our voices know you can go to poddex.com and check out all these decks and more. They have an app, they have swag, they have all kinds of good stuff. They answer emails, they're a cool company. Uh, if you decide you want to take anything home from poddex.com, use the promo code BACON because everything's better with bacon, and you'll get 10% off your entire order, and you'll help us. Keep this show free and keep us on. Indeed. So thank you for all of you who have done it. And uh, now we're going to fan these out. Fan these out like so. Take the finger of power. We're going to go from my left to my right, your right to your left. And you tell me when to stop. Uh, stop. Stopping right here. All right. Your question, Becky, is... What is the strangest skeleton that you've ever discovered in someone else's closet? Oh. 
What'd you find out about that person that was weird? It's awesome that we've got a PR agent that made you go that question. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard question to kind of think of an answer off the top of your head. It's a little weird. Anything, anything, uh, and you don't have to tell us who it is or anything, but anything like you, someone, something weird pop out and you're like, really? Them? They like this? They're I'm sure that. there's something. That's but a it's, thing. It's, it's the kind of thing where like whenever you put someone on the spot, all of the answers just go right out of your brain. I, you know what? I'm a, uh, I'm a, I teach guitar and vocals to kids and every single time I bring one in and I'm like, what kind of music do you like? Tell me some songs. Songs don't exist anymore. They just nope. disappear from existence. There are no songs. There's nothing anymore. They're just like, uh, uh, what's music? I'm right. Like, yep. like yep. I, I work as, um, I serve as our intern coordinator too. So I do a lot of interviews with potential interns and we always like right. to ask like, who are your, some of your favorite artists? What bands do you listen to? And like half the time they're like, I listen to a little bit of everything and then they can't right. think of a single thing to name. Um, yeah. because literally like you put someone on the spot and their brain just goes blank. I, I, I agree 100%. That's why you keep them talking, though, and then eventually yeah. something will pop in their head. Yeah. Uh, not happening something. in this case. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have any friends that never told you that, they've, that they only like the, uh, the, the early Star Wars prequels. That's it. It's the only thing they like. Nobody, nobody's or, ever said that. Or any of your friends that, like, that totally hate the MCU. Yeah. Would never go that see one. it. Uh, I'm going to call my boyfriend out on this. He doesn't like Marvel. What? He's a big comic book fan. And like he's, he's really into all of that. He goes to comic con every year, but he does not like Marvel. He thinks that like the MCU is awful. Okay. Is it, is it because it strays too far from the comic book stories? Yeah. Yeah. He, okay, so he he's doesn't a, like that. It, oh, he's a purist. He's a purist. He's yeah. At me. He's a purist. He doesn't <laughs> like how it changes the, the storylines. And he also just like, doesn't appreciate how a lot of people go around saying like, Oh, I'm a big Marvel fan. And then they can only tell you things from the cinematic universe. They from don't the know movie, the backstory. Yeah. Don't know the characters. Right. Like, where right. they actually come from. There are definitely MCU fans. And then there are comic book fans, and then there are people that kind of like both and are and are in both worlds. But I, I will agree there are certain things like Magneto is Wanda's dad. He's right. especially angry is. about that. He just about the is. fact that they completely threw out the fact that Wanda is a mutant and right. like destroyed her whole backstory. There's no mention that she is Magneto's daughter. But in fairness, they couldn't. They didn't. They didn't own the rights to any of that, so right. they couldn't. So well, they had to do something. Well, and imagine those movies without Scarlet Witch in it, because she's literally the most powerful being right. in the entire. Well, MCU. And that's the other thing. He, he he thinks that they completely messed up like her powers. Like she should have been able to destroy Thanos on her own. Well, she could have. Yeah. She showed that she could have. She could have, but that was there. She didn't. She didn't. Yes, but she could have. My one of the things that I think about is like Infinity Gauntlet, right? Yeah, you could not have the living tribunal in a movie without people going, uh, uh what, right? 
Like, if you had the living tribunal in a movie, people would just be like, okay, I'm I'm out. <laughs> and that's it for me. That's it for me. So I, I do think that the MCU definitely did uh, streamline a lot of things. And I, I feel like um, Kevin Feige is, is a pretty good producer. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and he kind of does it in the way that a producer would, would treat a song. Right. You know, like, because obviously there's source material. And there's people that that want to see source material. Um, and yeah, would I love to see certain things true to the source material? Yeah, of course I would. But the fact of the matter is, is that uh, movies are a business. Mm-hmm. And in order to make money in a business, you've got to appeal to a larger uh, group of people. Yeah, they're not making money. They're not making movies just for the comic book fans. If they were, they wouldn't right. be spending so much on them. Right. Because they couldn't. And yeah. to be also, fair, yes. with the idea of multiverse, this could just be another version of events taking place in a completely different universe. And if exactly. we've seen, for those of us who have seen Multiverse of Madness, there are hints to that as a possibility. Yes. No spoilers. Um, and I will say, uh, just as someone who loves the comics and grew up on the comics, also loves the movies just because I love going to movies and seeing big cartoon movies. Oh my god, it's the best! It's the best thing in the world. Like these are like my superheroes in movie form. It's the best. Um, I get it, but if you go back far enough in the comics, oh man, if they fucked with and changed the powers of all those people too, yep. you know what I mean? Like, hey man, the first Batman comics, he was using a gun. He had no problem shooting people. That wasn't until later. Yeah. Right. And now that's become a huge thing. Big taboo to the character. Whereas if they have people have like YouTube videos dedicated to counting how many people died from Batman in movies to show how bad the movie is because he killed people. Right. And I like that part of the story better for Batman that he doesn't kill, that he has that line that he won't cross. I think it makes a better story. But that wasn't the story at the very beginning. Right. Someone had to change it. Um, Scarlet Witch has been changed many times. The mutants have been changed many times. Spider-Man has been changed many times. Mm-hmm. We all live through one more day. Um, <laughs> there's so many, so many of those things have been changed. So I, I, I have to kind of like put it up there and go, okay. I, I love having those conversations with the purists too, because I'm like, me too, man, me too. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, but I also get to go see movies where I Spider-Man's on screen. And Captain Marvel's on screen. (laughs) I did get him to go see Multiverse of Madness with me, much against his will. uh, And he sulked the entire movie. (laughs) (laughs) See, now that, you got to be a positive Polly Nugget and not a negative Nancy. Right. Okay. Um, Becky, Who's who's your MCU character, by the way? What what was that? Who's your MCU character? Who do you identify with? Um, I don't know who I identify with, but I have always loved uh, Tony Stark and Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. I I would I, you know they they're talking about how they're bringing Ironheart into the uh, into the fray yeah. because they want to try and make new Avengers or Young right. Avengers, young whatever. Avengers. And um, I don't know. I I now that you've broken open this like multiverse thing, let's just bring a new Tony Stark in. Please. Oh, no, man. Is there 
there were rumors that they were going to bring in Tom Cruise as Tony Stark for like the Illuminati, and then they ended up cutting all of he that out. He didn't see it. He didn't see it. He didn't see it. <laughs> That's so okay. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. No, the Tom Cruise doesn't. No, show no, no, no. Tom doesn't Cruise show. doesn't show up. I, I, you know what though? They ruined enough of that movie in the trailers that I, I know most of the things that happened. You don't. Oh, okay. You don't. The trailers don't show you. No, it was a very different movie than what I was expecting. They really don't. It's very different. Okay. Yeah. I need to see it. I, you do need to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's been crazy. So that we can have conversations like this instead of me and Becky sitting here going. Well, I can I can hear much. No, nope, can't want. talk. Oh, think, <laughs> yep, it's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm just like yeah, just bring another, float did, another guy in. Did you come in through the comics or did you come in through movies first and did you go between? Like how how did you how did you find yourself your way to like Marvel? I definitely through the movies. Um, mm -hmm. So I am one of those people that is very much a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I want to get into comics, but it's so overwhelming to me because yeah. there are so many different storylines and so many different characters and they all intersect at some points and then not at others. And it, it's so confusing and it just is so much to like try it, to go back into it. It as you get older, as you get older and, and as you like, as lives start to form and stuff like that, like as a kid, I just like read comics like constantly. Right. But when you become older and you have jobs and, and, and things to do, uh, graphic novels, graphic novels are the way to go it's because great. it's like, it's pretty great because like they'll, they'll take specific parts of the specific story or uh, specific story arc right. and just put it all into one pop. Yeah. All and, the different and comic issues will be in it and stuff like that. Yeah. That's definitely a good way to jump in. I, I, I actually, I read the civil war. Mm hmm from front to back every issue right every issue and then eventually i went and i got the civil war graphic comic and i was like i had said the same thing right uh so it was like i think it was like 172 comics yeah it was a long one. that that civil war was done in and wow. uh and the, the i think it was like 200 pages <laughs> that the uh that the actual civil war was done on Right. In in the in the you know graphic novel version, uh, so yeah, definitely pick those up because the you can you can also like you know I know your your boyfriend probably is like yeah well you're gonna miss this and you're gonna miss you're not gonna miss much just grab okay. go to go to a Borders <laughs> go to the a graphic novel section grab it and then you'll be like you'll blow his mind I swear okay. <laughs> yeah it it is overwhelming I can definitely see that I I have a lot of friends that are like. I want to go back and read something, but it's like, where do I start? And how many are right. there? And, oh, I got to go find this weird uh, copy of New Mutants number 36, because if I don't, I've missed part of this storyline that I can't find now. And graphic novels is a great way to kind of get that, too. Uh, or I would say if there's a character that you specifically like, just dive into, like, that comic and, okay. just, and just be like... Anywhere. I'm into Tony Stark. I'm into Iron Man. Let me... There was, uh, you know, like, oh, cool, this this thing of uh, Iron Man that came out in the 90s was 35 comics, and that's it, and that's all they did, and that was yeah. beginning to end. I'll read that. And, and you know, those are, I, 
you can do those even online. You can do them like on your iPad or mm-hmm. something like that. I, I do them on planes. I was on the plane when we, yeah. <laughs> reading Daredevil when we were uh, just traveling last week. Um, just because I was never super into Daredevil. And then I watched the show and I was like, I love Daredevil. And then That's he a showed good up. Show. And he, oh, so good. And then he showed up in No Way Home and I was like, oh my God. Yep. Yep. And they just announced this week they're gonna they're gonna be putting one out, which is excellent. Which is maybe maybe a less of a reboot than they originally said it was gonna be. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Charlie Cox is great. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, so Becky, what what we like to do uh, with these interviews, uh, especially with the musicians and stuff like that, like we'll we'll sit here and we'll talk about the records and we'll talk about the the songwriting process and. All, the recording process, all of those things, right? Um, but we want to know. We use bacon as a as a metaphor here. Yes, uh, bacon is the thing that makes your life better. Bacon is the thing that uh, just makes makes things more tolerable and stuff like that. So, as in the life of, of a publicist, uh, you send out lots of emails. You have a lot of screen time, for sure. Um, what do you do to get away from that? What is, what is what is the thing that makes your life better? Even though like what you love what you do, that's that's obvious. Right. Like you know off the bat, what do you do to to get your mind off? What, some what of helps that you sometimes? love it more because you can get away from it? Yeah. Um, I really love to bake. Um, so I always like to tell nice. people that if I wasn't working in music, I probably would have ended up in pastry school at some point. Um. It's just something that I've always really enjoyed and I love making things for other people. Um, so whether it's like cakes or cupcakes or cookies or, you know, experimenting with some new recipe, I just really love like baking is a science and I really love yeah, absolutely how exact it is. And at the end of, you know, a couple hours of hard work, you get something delicious that you can enjoy. Do you have a go-to? Like, what's your specialty? Like, if someone says, can you bake something? And you're like, okay, I gotcha. So I've kind of had to change it up a little bit because I ended up going gluten-free last year, um, which definitely affects, like, if you're a baker, a lot of what you make is flour-based, which is tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But Do the ratios change a lot? Like, does it it mess up the science or is it a one-to-one? It depends on what you're buying. There's there are like flour substitutes that you can buy where it is a one to one and it should come out pretty much the same, maybe a little bit denser. But overall, like taste wise and everything, it should be the same. Um, I have been trying to find a lot more recipes that just use straight up like almond flour instead of trying to use like a regular like all purpose flour substitute, just a recipe that is based around like, oh, you're using almond flour for this. Um, Yeah which actually like French macarons are almond flour based anyway, and like gluten-free just as they are. Um, So that's something that I've really started to enjoy making for people. Um, And you can do so many different flavors and stuff. And they're just kind of fun to play around with. That's interesting. I didn't flour. Okay. See the problem with like, I I worry about almonds now because uh, we've, we've talked about this in the past, like milk alternates, um, I'm all about the oat milk. Yeah. Uh, but okay. my wife, Jen, she actually was all about the uh, the almond milk. She used to do like the shakes and, and everything like that. And eventually one day she's like, my tongue is like swelling. And as soon as she eliminated that from her diet, 
almond milk like messes with her and, and that, that was a thing. So like now I'm I'm worried about introducing yeah, that stuff a, in. Is it a nut allergy or is it a well, it's not a nut allergy because she'll eat peanut butter and jelly. Well, I mean almonds. Almonds, yeah. Peanuts, not a nut. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, I've also heard of the, uh, what is it? The uh, cricket. Cricket. Cricket uh, flower. Flower. Hi. Have you, have you Hi. into that at all? Just the face was great. That was enough right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to pass on that. The last, uh, the last macaroon that I was ever given that I ate had a scorpion on the top of it that I had to eat Ooh. because of the way it was presented to me. And I was like, I guess I'm doing this. We're doing this right now. This is what's happening. That's awful. <laughs> and uh, it's crunchy. <laughs> it's crunchy. I have some macaroon beers in, in, in the fridge. We'll, we'll, we'll try those out. I'm excited well. for that. <laughs> Definitely not gluten-free. Definitely not. But okay. So Becky, we, we've taken a lot of your time. Yes. Uh, we definitely want you to let everybody know where they can find everything you, everything big picture, and just like let them know why publicity is so important, like why it's important to look into PR when you're in a band, when you're in a, a podcast, when you're whatever it is. Yeah. Just let our let our consumers know. Yeah. So big picture media, we are online at bigpicturemediaonline.com. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Big Picture Media and Twitter at Big Picture NYC. Um, we share all of the news about all of our clients. So if you're ever interested in seeing who we're working with, you can find all that info online. Um, and PR, you know, I think it's important because you, as an artist, you always want to find a team who is going to help champion you to not only listeners but also to the press and you want someone to kind of help you tell your story and help you break through the noise and there's so much music out there that I think just having somebody who has the right connections is such a huge help um and that that's really like what PR is all about is like knowing which writers to reach out to or which podcasts to reach out to um because you know them well enough to to be able to say hey I think you're really gonna like this band um so yeah, if you're looking for a publicist, just make sure that you're finding somebody you vibe with, somebody who's a fan of your band and who kind of understands your voice and what you're looking for. Um, and I don't know, PR can be so time consuming that as an, especially as an independent artist, like if you can have somebody help you with all of that, it'll make your lives so much easier. That's that's the other thing, like as an independent band and, and what a lot of independent bands don't realize is like, Hey guys, there's one of you doing that work, right? <laughs> maybe two, right? Maybe two. So if you can invest properly and get somebody else to be a cheerleader for you and to, instead of you having to unearth those specific contacts to get you press and get out to the world, um, it's worth its weight in gold. Well, don't forget if you're in a band, uh, you know, this, you know, if you're trying to tell somebody that they should spend their time and give a chance to a band to listen to. The worst thing you can let them know is that you are in that band. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have they immediately have zero interest <coughs> because they just think you're trying to sell them you. Yeah. And um, if you can ever have somebody else and that's why, that's why, you know, like that's why us as a podcast and us as musicians and everything and everybody that's listening, 
that's kind of stuck with us this whole time. That's why we're always saying things like, please share it, please spread the word, please do this, because that helps other people actually pay attention and actually listen so much more than anything that we could say or do ever. And if you can find somebody to help your band that's going to do that for you and not be you, if they can hear it from somebody and then go online and find that band and not see that same person in a promo picture, they're going to take it more seriously. It's not fair. It's annoying. (laughs) It sucks, but it's the truth and it's there. So it's just, it's so worth it. Just from experience, it's so worth it. It makes things so much easier. And I also want to say, we're not only talking to people, we have a lot of people that listen to the show that are in bands, but we also have, I would say, everybody that listens to the show is a fan of music. Right. Right? So if you're a fan of music and you feel like you do this for bands already, and you're someone that feels like, uh, that that's just heard us talking to Becky and is like, oh my God, this is something I would love to do. This is something I could maybe see myself get into. Then like look into it. Uh, Becky, are there any resources you would like push people to that like want to learn about what it is to be in PR? Um, I think one, of the, like, yeah, I think one of the the best things you can do is to get out there and intern. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of like, I didn't know what PR was before I started interning at big picture. And then like the longer I was there, the more I realized like, Hey, this is what I want to do. Um, so I think going out there and trying to find internships is a great way to kind of get started, kind of learn what PR is and what it entails and like what the day to day looks like. Um, on that note, if there is ever anybody who's interested in interning with us, we do remote internships. Um, and we, you know, I'm always happy to do an interview or, sit down with someone and, and just kind of like walk them through what our jobs are. Oh, cool. um, so yeah, if anybody ever wants to intern a big picture, just let me know. Nice. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I wanted to make sure and put that out there too, because I know so many people that I know so many people that like you said at the very beginning of this whole thing, you were like, uh, you said, I'm not a musician, but I, I love music and I knew I wanted to be a part of this world. And I can't tell you how much I hear that from people. Mm-hmm. Um, that that come to shows and everything like oh my god I love I, I love coming to shows and I they champion bands, bands and I I and I, I don't play and... anything but I really you know wish I could do this or do that and it's like hey maybe you can you know like maybe you can channel that passion and anytime you're working or or doing something with your life where you can channel a passion that's totally mm-hmm. cool you're winning everything you know what I mean so so yeah maybe check it out yeah uh, so. Just real quick, uh, for anybody who has listened to our show mm-hmm. and laughed with and then checked out the bands, Felicity, Glacier Veins, Deer Spring, Telltale, okay. uh, <laughs> Stack Like Pancakes, yeah. Action Adventure, um, thank this this woman right yes. here because <laughs> she was the one who introduced us to them and therefore you are now listening to them. And uh, Becky, thank you so much for giving us a shot yeah. when, uh, you know, it's a podcast with bacon in the bacon title. And you're like, what the, f- what <laughs> uh, is this good? Is this going to happen? Uh, okay. 
well uh but yeah thank you so much yeah <laughs> thank you so much for giving us a shot and and, and uh you know introducing us to some awesome bands but also yeah. like introducing our listeners to some really awesome bands and uh yeah you make us look cooler all the time because yeah. you make us look like we knew about these great bands well, it is truly my, my pleasure. I appreciate everything that you guys do for our artists. Um, everybody always walks away saying what a great interview it was and how much fun they had. Um, so I, I appreciate We let you guys them drink, taking... that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you guys taking care of our bands. Always, of course, always, always. always. Uh, so it is test time. It is test time. So uh, what is the one question? Yeah, do you, do you remember the, the most important question that you could ever ask yourself any day that you should ask yourself every day always do you remember what's your bacon what's your bacon <laughs> yes damn it there's enough of a <laughs> yes now shit oh i got you so good <laughs> fucker so that was fun yeah she's great she's great we got to talk a little bit of mcu which yeah. is probably not something that she had on her that things, to, her, her things, things that I'm going to do in 2022 <laughs> <laughs> is be on a podcast and talk MC. Talk MCU. Uh, but yeah, uh, we no. found out that our boyfriend is uh, he's anti-MCU. He's a purist. He's a purist. I think we should probably have him on. Maybe. Maybe we should at least have a conversation with him. I think I think that's a good one. I right? Think, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Because I, I think he's right, but he's also wrong. Right. No, I, I get it. For all the right and wrong reasons. Exactly. I, I, I yeah, understand it. Totally. Um, so, Jimsy, where, where, where can they find you? Well, me. You can find me, Jimmy G's Shoes, on all the socials. You can find my band, Craving Strange, at cravingstrange.net, where you can find all of our releases and all of our connections and all of our ways to hear and see and find us. Mm -hmm. uh, Strangerhood TV is where we have videos and where you can also find Bacon is my podcast in visual form. If you want to check us out, see what we look like, apologies in advance. And, uh, and, yeah, check us out there. Indeed. Um, where can they find you, my friend? Mein Freund? Mm, in German? Me, personally. You can find me at me, my own self, Mike, where you can find all things uh, my awesome family, my son, my daughter, my wifey, uh, who who is also a, a great camera person. Um, yeah. Uh, You'll probably see you, her a few times. Uh, at me my own self mike um i also talk about my my band uh at something heavy music on all the socials but you can find us on spotify's something heavy um and also i post a lot about bacon is my podcast Indeed. which you can find on all the socials at bacon is my pod and you can also find us at bacon is my podcast.com where you can find our sponsors you can find Swag, you mm. can find a blog, yeah, and you can also find music that we do together. We have created things together. Bacon's my passion on all the Spotify's, Apple Music's, yeah, Amazon Music's, and that kind of thing. So definitely get check that all out. Uh, Jimsy, um, well, don't forget, you there's can one also, more thing you can also find. A link to our Patreon. Indeed. If you, you guys want to help out the show, and thank you to everyone who is our patron, we appreciate the ever-loving shit out of you. Uh, you guys keep this thing running. You really, really, really do. Um, the more listeners we get, the more opportunities we get, 
the more sponsors we attract, all that kind of stuff. That keeps the show free. That keeps us able to keep the lights on here at the Danger Room. And, uh, and it just helps everything. And it doesn't really take much from you guys. Just yeah. a review or a thumbs up or a link or a any of that. And if you wanted to do more, jump on Patreon and check us out. Check out all the stuff we have on there. We have so much more than just Bacon is My Podcast. We have a cooking show. We have a tasting, eating horrible things show. We bring guests on. We do live music. We do all of our music in general. Um, there's so much on there and there's going to be so much more. We're, we're always kind of trying to think of new ways to do that. So join the BIMP squad. Join the crew. Thank you guys that are already there helping us out. You really, really make a huge difference. We can't even tell you. And Much love. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Speaking of cooking, yeah, there's some pizza on the grill. I smell it. Yeah, so, so we should we should take care of that now. Without further ado, no more ados. Please make sure you always ask yourself one super important question. You tell them. I yeah. gotta go. Pizza's on the grill. What's your bacon? <laughs>